I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. WTIC's Computer Talk with Tab is brought to you by GoNetSpeed, your choice for crazy fast fiber internet. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. And we will do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, as usual and customary, we have some great news here to talk about as far as technology goes. And uh, I'm going to have gonna Matt play something for you. So that's pretty cool, right? And so, Dennis, why are we playing this? Well, we're playing this because that is a completely new piece of music. Yep. Uh, but it was actually started to be composed a very long time ago. Mm-hmm. That is a computer reconstructed version of Beethoven's 10th Symphony, which right. he never completed. Matter of fact, he barely did anything on it. Right. He essentially left behind some notes. Um, he fell ill before he could really do any substantial work on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been a lot of speculation about how this was going to play right. um, once, it, once he actually finished it. Um, but artificial intelligence did it. And uh, right. I have an article here about it. It's uh, from the Smithsonian Mag. Yeah, and um, it's written by uh, the head of the computer project. Mm-hmm. It discusses um, what they did to try to authenticate the AI process that they developed. They took it and applied it to other works that Beethoven had completed, mm-hmm. and then had experts listen to the AI-generated version versus the actual, you know, truly composed version right. that Beethoven had. And the experts said, oh, yeah, that's that's it right there. So then they applied the same logic to the notes from uh, that, that are all we have of the 10th Symphony. Yeah. And they they were able to generate it. Beethoven is probably dancing in his grave or rolling over. We don't know. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, either way, it's pretty cool. I mean, just the thing about all the lost artists, you know, it used to be name that tune in two notes. Now you can make that tune in two notes, right? So... Maybe we could do some new Michael Jackson. Maybe we could apply some, you know, all these lost artists. 
You know, if they have any notes, I mean, they'll let the computer create the new music. It's pretty pretty cool, Dennis. Well, yeah, and they were even talking about how the basis of the whole composition was four notes. Four and notes. That, if you remember, Beethoven's Fifth Symphony sure. is based on a four-note sequence. There you so it isn't, it isn't unrealistic to decide that you can use AI to take four notes and expand it into an entire work right. when you already know that somebody who is probably the best composer who ever lived mm-hmm. did that already. Yep. So You've got the math. You've got the formula. It's, it's a perfectly valid approach to composition. Mm-hmm. You're just having a computer do it instead of a human being. It's an amazing thing. I mean, music is very mathematical, so... Why not? It works out perfectly. So that's kind of neat. In other news, uh, the U.S. school districts are blaming Amazon for the nationwide school bus driver shortage. Hmm. So education administrators in numbers of U.S. states are struggling to get children to school um, as they claim their bus drivers are being poached online by Amazon. Districts including Florida, Pennsylvania, New Jersey have all stated that the gargantuan e-tailers' seemingly endless hunger for delivery drivers and correspondingly uh, the hiring practices and policies have contributed to a national shortage of school bus drivers. Not not to mention, of course, the other issues as far as the mandates that are going to make people not hit drive the buses. So you got a big mess going on out there. And I've talked about Amazon's delivery technologies for years. I mean, you can sit at your house... And you can have 15 delivery trucks coming up and down your street. Mm-hmm. How is this more efficient? I mean, how is it green to have you know an Amazon truck stop by my my house to drop off a pliers? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how does that make any sense? I mean, they're making good money. They're making more money than bus drivers um, running around dropping off boxes at our houses. Mm-hmm. But it's contributing. So again, anything anything disruptive like Amazon is um, is really disrupting things, especially when we have the shortages we have right now with people as it is uh, who aren't working or or whatever or jumping on the Amazon bandwagon. So interesting that they can't do anything about it. Of course, now we may have to pay bus drivers more as communities, which means our pliers were cheap, but our school budgets are high. Right. So where's the you, savings? You paid ninety eight cents for that pair of pliers, but now you're going to pay more in every taxes. year in your property taxes for because, the bus drivers. Yeah. Ooh. Thanks, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens with with that. Obviously, uh, what else you got going on? Well, the FCC is yeah. still dealing with the problem of robocalls. Of course. Now, everybody probably out there is thinking that they haven't really done much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, they have. They've done some things so far. Yeah. Um, they've lined up uh, the major carriers to try to block them, mm-hmm. um, which is only just, it only goes so far. Um, they've come up with some interesting additional telephonic switching standards that basically cut some operators out of the system now they're geofencing them right right now. and and they now have to have a different kind of interconnect with the regular telephone system mm-hmm. and a lot of the robocall you know the, the scamming robocallers are not able to meet those standards and they can't get into the phone system mm-hmm. but there is still a uh, or was still apparently a a loophole that was allowing them to get in, which was using small gateway providers that would 
that would tunnel calls from foreign countries mm-hmm. into the United States phone system. Gotcha. Now those gateway providers have to be watchdogs for that. Okay. And they're going to have to, you know, clamp down on that. So hopefully you will get a few less robocalls than you were getting. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I've been getting a ton of them over the last couple months. I use uh, the Google Assistant on my Pixel device, and, oh, it's beautiful. It basically is my assistant and answers the call. So oh. I don't have to take any calls from fake people. Well, isn't that nice? It is nice. I highly recommend <laughs> turning it on. Okay. I highly recommend turning it on. It's a great feature. So uh, another news. You guys on Apple devices finding out finding your uh, your batteries being drained and you happen to be a Spotify user? Well, I guess following a flood of reports and complaints, Spotify has acknowledged that its app may be causing excessive battery drain and overheating issues on iOS 14.8 and the latest iOS 15, updating a promising and they're going to update and promising a fix uh, in the not so de- uh, distant future. So again, this is an issue with. Any anything out there when it comes to applications, right? Your phone is the the operating system, and then right. the app is just hammering it for resources, whether it needs to or not. And in this case, it's causing a major battery drain. Well, can I ask just a very simple question? Yeah. Why isn't the operating system of the phone doing a better job right. of keeping those apps in line? And maybe, maybe be nice and detect this strange activity mm-hmm. and say, wait a minute, this doesn't seem normal to me. This is just a music playing app. It shouldn't be hammering the internet like this. Right. And I'm going to cut it off. So, right. You, you'd wonder, right? But then you think back, well, hang on a minute now. So if Apple was interested in that, they're more interested in having you replace your phone, right? Oh, so if, sure. if you happen to notice it acting slow or not charging so much, is that in their best interest to really make it better for you? Or is it in their best interest to have you say, geez, maybe I need a new phone? I mean, <laughs> I think we all know the answer to that. So I'll yeah. just leave that alone. <laughs> they're already being sued for throttling your battery life for past phones. So I would contend right. it has to, it's a corporate approach. Um, <laughs> that's just me. But yes, you would think that there'd be better better ways to deal with this uh, on our devices so that apps can't go and do this to our systems. So we'll see what happens with that. I'm sure Apple's working feverishly to fix that. Oh, absolutely. Do you have anything else you want to bring up, Dennis? Oh, speaking of apps on phones, there Mm -hmm. is a, or was, a campaign to deliver uh, apps to the Google Play market for Android um, that had malicious payloads in them. Oh, yeah. And this was an organized campaign to generate these apps, get them into the market. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of them ended up being pulled at different points. But they were able to successfully get this collection of apps to over 10 million Android devices worldwide. And some of these apps are not really, at least by name, they don't appear scammy. One of them is Handy Translator Pro. Yes. I mean, does that sound like a scammy app to you? It doesn't to me. No. Uh, There's probably legitimate ones in there that have similar names. Right. But I guess the moment you work with that app, it would then try to sell you a service that yes. would hit a credit card. Right, and it would also display, uh, the app would display web pages that are geared toward you based on your geolocation. Mm-hmm. Uh, all kinds of 
scammy really things. scammy things but it yeah. was generating a lot of money because people somehow were being tricked into putting their credit cards in and allowing it to bill against your account right and if you forget about it oh well it just keeps pulling that out every month right every month because everything is a subscription now. <laughs> yeah. You don't just buy anything anymore. Oh, don't get me started there, Dennis. <laughs> so we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We have three lines open for you on this gorgeous Saturday morning. I, I understand it's out there. It's beautiful. If you're at the Al- you're doing the Apple Harvest 5K in Southington, obviously you can't call in. I understand that. Um, but uh, feel free to get online if you're not. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We have uh, three lines wide open for you. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. And Dennis and I will do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. So speaking of concerns, so I got scanned. No. It happens to everybody. Now, Say is, it ain't so. Hey man, I'm pretty I'm a highly trained technology professional. Uh you know, we even we even eat our own cat food at tab. We uh we do our security awareness training oh. that we recommend to our customers as well. Absolutely. So I'll tell you what happened so you guys can be aware of it. It's clear <laughs> so we're trying to get rid of some old kid furniture on uh Facebook uh marketplace. Mm-hmm. All right. So I put a picture of a desk out there. And, uh, you know, it's my son's birthday. We're about to head out to go to dinner, and uh, I get a hit right away. Hey, this is Veronica. I'm interested in the desk. Oh, great. So I'm sitting there as the kids are kind of getting ready to go, and I respond back in the Messenger app. Yeah, sure, it's available still. I just put it, I just put it out there, so clearly it's still available. Uh-huh. She goes, oh, okay. Uh, so just so I know this isn't a scam, can you can I send you a code? That you can then verify back to me. Now, I've never used Facebook Marketplace, right? So I'm a ding-dong, getting ready to go. I had a long day at work, right? And take the kids out to dinner for my son's birthday. So I go ahead and say, oh, sh- this must be a thing, right? I don't know. I don't, I don't sell stuff on Facebook Marketplace. So I'm just a regular guy sitting there with a phone, getting starting to get scammed, right? So she sends over this code. And she goes, I'm going to send you a code with your phone number. That's fine. I wanted her to have my number because I wanted her to buy my desk, right? So I gave her the phone number. And then I get this code on my phone. And it's a Google code. And so I'm like, okay. So this is some sort of way to verify that I am. But of course I'm an idiot, right? I'm, I'm already. <laughs> she's already got me. I've not thought this through. And the Google warning that is sent to me is don't share this with anybody. Google oh. even says this, right? Of course I ignore it because I'm a human, right? I've had all the security, all the training. I've done everything, right? So I go ahead and give her the code. And uh, and she says, well, I didn't get it. Can you give me some other numbers? Now, that started to set off an, a bell, right? Because I'm like, well, I know I gave it to you, right? So I gave you the code that sent over. And she wants other numbers so that she can... The idea here, what's happening is she's trying to set up a Google Voice account using my phone number. Oh. Okay. And and in the research I did it's not it's not anything I have to really worry about. It's like an it's an access thing for her to do some nefarious thing with the next step using my Google Voice number to do something else nefarious. Google says if if you go ahead and check your number and it's not and it's not being used anywhere you're fine. But I okay. fell for this even though they told me in the text don't give this to anyone. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, no. So no. the moral of the story is really because trust me, it bothered me. My wife's like, "What's the matter? We're at dinner." I got burned. You know, I, was, I couldn't couldn't take the time to research it because we're at my son's birthday, right? So I don't oh. want to. And you know, it's but it wasn't a big deal. But it could have been, right? Yeah. The moral of the story is this: if I can get it tricked, really anybody can. And true at Tab. In our, in, what we're finding with our business clients, and we, we support hundreds and hundreds of small businesses in Connecticut. Um, you know, there's eight thousand plus seats in our in our footprint of support. You're constantly being hit, right, with tricks like this, and it's not necessarily because you've done something. It's just because you happen to be on the website as the controller. You said you're the controller. You said that you're the guy that writes the checks. You're the you're the president. You're the guy. That it makes the decision. So the scammers see that because you told them who to target on your website. You might even dutifully give them your email address as part mm-hmm. of your website. And, and or you're just part of a phishing campaign or a, just a just a they chuck out these emails and hope you fall for it. That's why it's called phishing. They're hoping they get a, a bite, mm-hmm. right? Because of whatever scenario they're trying to hit you with. And if you don't have security awareness training happening for your people, you would not believe the things people click on and, and they get tricked by, um, oh, whether yeah. whether it be an email saying, thank you for your order, you know, your such and such system for $2,000 will be on its way, uh, click here for more information or click here for your receipt. You right. click there for your receipt, guess what happens? Oh, no. You know, right? You don't see what happens, but something happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. It uh, happens all right. Right. <laughs> you find out about it maybe the next day or a couple days later. Right. And so, of course, if, if you've had security awareness training, you may not be as apt to do it. Now, the technologies that we put in place for our clients is multi-layered, right? We have all sorts of different layers of technologies that are hopefully going to block these things, whether it be... Mail defense technologies where the email won't get to them in the first place. Right. We've got web defense technologies where the link won't be allowed in the first place. Right. We've got um, MDR and EDR technologies in place where if you happen, and even antivirus in place where if you happen to click on the tool, because the tool that they, that, that little, that little invoice may not look like a virus to the virus software. Right. It looks like a little macro that is part of Microsoft's lovely system. Oh, isn't that wonderful? Right. So you need EDR and MDR technology to then keep an eye on your computer and say, hey, wait a minute. Dennis just clicked on something, and now it's deciding to go over to Eric's computer. Why would that be? Ooh. That doesn't make any sense. Well, Microsoft allows it because it's part of how the system works. Right. And the MDR, EDR technology is going to say, hey, wait a minute, I'm shutting this down. Mm-hmm. So you, the human are the last line of defense to prevent it in the first place. Correct. And security awareness training should be something you consider for your business, whether it's from Tab or from whoever you're using. Um, The key is you got to keep being trained. Because, again, I'm still mad at myself for falling (laughs) for this. But I figured I'll bring it up to you guys because that's what happens. That's a scenario that I have never heard of before. So I'll I'll put the link up to uh, what it is, the Google Voice Scam. And so you can read read about it and, and be aware of it. If you're putting things up on Marketplace or Craigslist or any of these places, the scammers are trying to steal your actual real phone number, but they don't take it away from you. They just right. try to make you're, a Google Voice out of it. Oh, wow. To do something else. Correct. So 
Who knows? These guys got plenty of time on their hands, so I figured I'd bring this up. So we got three lines open this morning. Feel free to get online. We're going to go over the news, but get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. If you have a story about you're being scammed, that can help people to maybe... Be, make them aware of not being scammed because it is October and Security Awareness Month, right? Cybersecurity Awareness it is. Month. It's the only month you should be aware of. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Two lines open for you. You'd like to talk about how you've been scanned. I mean, I'm not perfect. Everyone's uh, you know, out there making mistakes, you know. And I figure if I can let you guys know how I made a mistake. We did put a link up there. I actually gave a, a link for Google's, right from Google's site, kind of describing the uh, scenario. And there will be more scams for us to have. Oh, trust me. Oh, yes. Plenty of them out there. So let's get to your calls, though. You've been nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. Steve was there first. And uh, ho- sorry, Steve, for having to tell, you, tell my story before picking you up. So I hope you understand. Okay. What can we do for you? Well, I called last week, and I had a problem getting into my computer. Okay. And you told me to you eventually got me into a um, safe mode, and I tried a um, system repair on it. Oh, yes, I remember. Right, right. That didn't work. Oh, boy. Oh. So I went back and tried to do a restore point. Yep. And a message I got was they couldn't uh, extract the original copy of the directory. Okay. Right. So I was going to go go back and try something else, but the system restarted for some. I know, I did something and it started normally. Oh, that well, <laughs> that was okay for a while, but it had a an, an update waiting in the wing. So eventually, I was going to have to do that. So I did it. Oh, you did? Why, Steve? Everything no. was going so well. What were you I, thinking? I had to if if I was going to turn it off, it was going to do that. Oh. I was stuck. I didn't want to do it, but no. I had to. All right. And so I'm back where I was. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Now using your approach. Approach is not, not going into safe mode. Oh, you can't get Well, safe mode should still work by just, as I call it, button smashing F8 on the boot up. You should yes. be able to no, get in the safe. When I keep doing that, it just goes right on and starts up. But it do- I tried that two or three times. So, it, but it, so when you say it starts up, it still won't start up all the way. Right. I get to the screen where uh gives the time and date and then a, just oh. rotates between that and the blank oh so you're actually you're actually getting to the log on screen but yeah, it but doesn't proceed on. from there you can't okay. hit enter you can't hit enter and then have it come up and ask no, you f- not that. It, won't, it doesn't respond to anything after that okay <sighs> man it's microsoft see this is microsoft we actually had them working right and microsoft said well you know what steve now that you're working I wonder how fast I can break that system by updating it will That's be. Right. How fast can I do this for you? Thanks, I kept Microsoft. looking at that update. I kept, I kept avoiding it for a couple of days. I said, it's, it's just going to do it eventually. No, no, we could have told you. If you had waited until Saturday, we could have told you how to tell it not to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we do have ways to delay them. Maybe right. not. It maybe already not. wasn't delayed, but it was getting to the end of the... Well, we can reset you can, that. You can you can well, anyway, reset your delay to, to 30 now. days at any given point. Right. But so if you keep being vigilant about it and going in yeah. to the controls and keep adding to the the days that you've already delayed it, you can perpetually prevent it from. So updating. here's the question, Steve. We can't. Yeah. Get, you're saying we can't get you into safe mode. I mean, there there should be a way to get you into safe mode. 
Okay. Um, and that should be that F8. Is there another method to get into safe mode that I'm not thinking of, Dennis? You do a lot of this well, every day. Well, the, there is the where you allow it to start to power up, and in the middle of loading Windows, you hard to shut down. Oh, you so well, yeah, you're you, crashing. You let it. You you purposely crash it during a power Windows up. boot. And that's how you got to do it a couple times. You do it three times. Three times. I just did that before I called you. You did that three times and that still didn't work? No, it didn't work. Well, man, you can't get into safe mode. That's pretty interesting. Well, I wonder if either the operating system is so corrupted that it's not capable of booting to safe mode, which is possible, or there could be a problem with the drive partition Mm -hmm. or the drive itself. How old is this machine? triggering that. Oh, what a shame. It, here's a question. Is it still under warranty? Well, I don't know if how it's, long the warranty is. Uh, it One year minimum, year. usually. It must, must be, then. All right. So you could always decide to bring it on back to where you got it or try to get assistance from the manufacturer to see what they can do here. Yeah, I'm, I may end up doing that at this point. Yeah, I yeah. think that's probably your best bet. If yeah. you can't cleanly get into safe mode, or ugly, or uglyly, <laughs> with or, the crashing, well, <laughs> in, in any manner, yeah, I would say you probably need to get the manufacturer's help. Yeah, because I I wonder if the drive may be defective. I, I at this point I'm thinking there could be hardware problems. Is there any data on there, Steve? Or need? bad RAM? Well, actually, all the data is on a different drive. Good news, you oh, win. Oh, beautiful, beautiful yeah. gold star. <laughs> So you could take that drive out um, and maybe RMA it separately and have them send you a drive. RMA is just getting a return material authorization yeah. and swap it out that way um, or have the, the manufacturer do it for you. So that's good. Well, I, I bought it locally. I'm, I think I'll just take it there. And, uh, yep. yep. Yeah. You tell them you've done everything you can. It's a repair shop anyway, so okay. see what happens. I bet you it's under warranty. They should have at least a one-year warranty, I would hope. If they don't have yeah. a one-year warranty, then you should think twice using it. <laughs> Okay. It was an HP, so. Yeah, yeah. All right. I bet you it does then. Okay. Yeah, very well. Very Sorry, well Steve. I okay. wish we could give you another way, but you've tried all of our tricks. There aren't okay. any other tricks that we're aware of. And the problem is that I think there's an underlying issue that means that any other given trick that we give you is just going to bust again later. So. You're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good luck, well, thanks Steve. For, thanks for your help. Our pleasure. Yep. Right. All right. Bye-bye. Right. What a shame. Yeah. And he knew it, too. He's like, I know if I do this update, it's good. <laughs> Welcome to our world, Steve. It's uh, oh, Microsoft. It's a love-hate relationship. Let's go to um, Ron in West Hartford next. What's happening, Ron? Hi. Um, so I think I've got a problem similar to what your last caller has okay. um, on his Windows machine. But I have a, uh, a Pixel Chromebook, maybe mm. three or four years old. Uh, it's got two uh, login identities, one for me and one for my wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, m- my wife was on the Internet a while back, and uh, she got a, a virus or a bug where it locked up the machine and it displayed a warning, oh. uh, you know, not to turn off the machine. Uh, and it asked me to call... Uh, a Microsoft help desk, uh-huh. yeah, which I know is bogus. Good, good, very good. Android, yeah. Microsoft is not going to help you. No, yeah, not an Android. No, no. good. No, good. I, I recognize this as a scam. Good, but I'm having trouble now uh, with a strategy for for getting rid of it. It um, should be kind of easy. 
I'm thinking, and maybe I'm wrong because Dennis might have another thought, but mm-hmm. you should be able to clear the, the browser cache. This is a browser yes. hijack. Right. And Chrome is basically a browser operating system. So you should be able to clear that, that cache in your browser, which is hijacking that page to, to yes. do what it's trying to do. That's my feeling. What do you think? Dennis? Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. Okay. Um, it's just what's happening is Chrome is just pulling up the last page that it had when it stopped. Right. And that is just the scare page. Right. That's trying to make you call that phone number. That's the goal there is to get you to yeah. dial that number. Right. So what we need to do you. is to reset your, um, well, we need to purge the cache mm-hmm. and change your uh, homepage settings, and we can uh, we can put a link up there. We can put a link up to those directions. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would appreciate that because yeah. uh, you know I try to uh, reboot the machine, and it comes under her identity. It comes right back. So yeah. it's not like I can just go into uh, Chrome settings or clear the cache that well, easily. It's uh, I'm I'm blocked from doing that. Yep. Well, there should be a way around getting around that. It's interesting that the Microsoft bug is trying to they could even operate on a Chromebook, um, but there should be a should be a couple of steps. It shouldn't be a big deal here because it's just a browser operating system that you need to take care of. It should. It actually. Do you, do you do you think if if I remove my wife's identity on her login, if I remove that login, you kill the whole login, it won't come up again. Yes. Well, but that's going to be harsh. I think he's onto something. I sure. think you can remove the profile from the Chromebook mm-hmm. and then add it back. That'll work because and, back yep. and right, I think that might be probably the the quickest, that's and a way. easiest way to get this resolved. Yeah, but any other. Yeah, bug does not appear on my login right but right that's, that's running clean and easy right um so yeah that the only issue is if there's any any kind of configurations she had on there may have to be manually put back but again that's not a big deal so much of it is in the cloud you know her yeah. bookmarks and her contacts and her documents yeah, you're all. right all of that is stored uh, with with their servers so yeah. all of that will come back down once she's Logged back in and her profile is recreated. The only thing that comes yeah. to mind, though, is could the backup of the bad profile be backed up? Because if well, you don't clear it and if, you leave it, you, yes, and resync, you may have it'll come to, back. What you may have to do is to prevent when when she logs in, if it provides a dialogue asking you what you want to sync, tell it not to sync everything. And make sure that you do not sync the history, um, but everything else. I mean, there, there's yeah. going to be like a list of like 10 or 12 things that it will sync, okay? One of them would be the browsing history, and that you would want to turn off. And, and again, we do have a link already. Mike G found a great link here as far as recovering from a malicious site attack on a Chromebook. Yeah. You can follow those options as well if you wanted to, you know try that before you yeah. uh, blew away the, the other one. Because sometimes fighting the synchronization is a problem. Right. 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 You're fighting the tool that's trying to help you, but it's right. putting back the bad face <laughs> every time you... Do you, you think you... that I can add her in um, as a third identity and add her in first and then go back and delete the old identity? You could. You could create a uh, wife new versus wife old. Yeah. She may not appreciate the, the label. <laughs> Uh, but 
<laughs> new wife versus old wife. Uh, but you could maybe rename the profile uh, after you're right, done. Right. Um, yep. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's another option. Yeah. Second wife, don't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. no, I'm. I, I've been with wife one for fifty years, and ah. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let that happen. Congratulations! Well, congratulations! Yeah, very nice. <laughs> Yeah. Good okay, job. very good, guys. I'll check out that link. Thank you very much for your help. Our pleasure. Good luck. All righty. All right, bye-bye. Now, again, so somehow his wife got tricked into loading that page, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so if you have OpenDNS running on oh, your network. that'll save you a lot of trouble right there. It might have prevented that delivery of that malicious page. It might have. It might have. It's not 100%, but it's a, a pretty good product. It's free. you got to configure it on your firewall. We've talked about it ad nauseum, so... Those types of layered securities you can add to your own network is a good thing. We're going to step out for a quick break. Get to your calls. Two lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk. We're here till uh, 11 o'clock. Two lines open for you. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. If you missed ever, if you missed a show, they are podcast. So you can subscribe to our podcast over at WTIC.com. And uh, you know, we'll, we'll be in your, in your phones because you asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to uh, Ed in Wallingford next. What's happening, Ed? Hey, good morning. Morning. Uh, look, I got a question concerning uh, virus programs. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I have McAfee on mine. It expires in December, and they're sending me all kinds of renewal stuff. Oh, uh, sure they are. Uh, oh, of course. And they want 100 bucks for a year. Ooh, that's pricey. That's got to be for multiple seats, right? Uh, I think it's for five devices, but okay. I don't need that. Right. Right. And what do you recommend? I know you have a couple that you always recommend. Yeah, so WebRoot, we've been hot on WebRoot for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, less hot on it for corporations these days. Um, right. so for home though, it's still a great product. Um, we've been disappointed in its ability to help corporations lately. So we've moved away from web, web root as an offering for our clients. Um, but for, for home use, it'll be fine. It's roughly 25 bucks a year. Yeah. For one machine. That's pretty fair. And, uh, yeah. do you have a link on your, uh, quick link? Yeah, we can put a quick link over to WebRoot for you, yeah. um, so you can take so you go to the right place. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm the one that called that time about the uh, uh, forgot. I oh uh, uh, PayPal. And mm. I oh, on Google, and and you guys put it up on your quick links, and that oh. was great. Yeah, you get the right safe link. Yeah. yeah, we understand it's it's a doggy dog world out there, and you're wearing milk bone underwear. <laughs> okay. Now, quickly, uh, I used to have Canine uh, uh, as a web filter. Does WebRoot have a web filter built in? Uh, we tell you to stop using Canine. Uh, have you stopped? Yeah, it was in my old computer. I never reinstalled it. Yeah, so okay. you're, the, the alternative to Canine, which was a web filtration service, is um, OpenDNS. The drawback of Canine is it produced these huge logs uh, that tended to slow things down. So OpenDNS uh, is the much quicker, faster alternative to uh, to canine web filtering. So just configure that on your firewall and or your workstation, and you'll be in good shape. And that isn't anything that you install. It's just you make some changes to settings either in your router or your computer. Right. And that's it. 
Oh, okay. So it's not difficult to do because, nope. you know, I'm a- absolutely free too. Oh, good. Okay. And uh, this uh, uh, virus program here, I know that a couple of weeks ago you were talking about automatic renewals once they get your credit card. I don't want that to happen. Yeah, well, I hear you. But when you sign up and purchase it, uh, just keep your eyes on every dialogue and make sure that you're not checking by default any options to save the credit card there. Okay, now, it may right. ask you, mm-hmm. and it may already have that option checked. Well, make sure you uncheck it. Or okay. just keep an eye on the language on all those screens and see you know, exactly at what point it's asking you to save that data. Because I'm pretty sure they have to ask you. I would think they do. And, but uh, And it's all different for every company. So we can't really give you you know rules about how to do this or not do it but but the other thought though is this is security tool so when it comes to security tools we would tell you to keep them regularly and automatically updated um if we had to go to every client and say after after 12 months would you like us to continue to protect your computer sir um (laughs) it would be both tedious and silly um it's like you know saying the guy who's got if you got a storage you know vault or something like that, you know, storage container. The guy's like, well, I'm going to take the uh, lock off here, Ed. Uh, you didn't want to pay me to keep a lock on there, so good luck. Uh, I would tell you to, for security tools, have them automatic, especially for reputable companies, um, and WebRoot is one, uh, ha- I would recommend having it automatically happen so that you're, ex- you're, you don't have it expire on you when you, when you need it, because that's how Murphy strikes every time. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I don't mean Chris so Murphy. I need to uninstall McAfee before I install WebRoot. Yes. Absolutely. Uninstall McAfee, reboot the computer, right. then install WebRoot. Okay, reboot. Okay. Yes, uninstall, then reboot. Yep. So I would just go into start and programs and... Add, and remove programs. Okay. And sometimes That's you have to run a cleaner, now. too. You're welcome. And uh, a, a cleaner? What are you talking about? Sometimes McAfee wants to hang on for dear life. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you'll, you may need to run a McAfee cleanup tool. We'll see how it goes. So if you have trouble removing McAfee or McAfee, however you say it, we got a listener yeah. out there that every time, don't say it that way. McAfee, Matt, <laughs> McAfee, whatever. Um, if, if he doesn't want to go away, uh, there's tools you can use to run that, that they make themselves because sometimes their program doesn't uninstall cleanly. Okay. Well, I appreciate your help, and enjoy this beautiful day. Yeah, you too, sir. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. And actually, technically, Chris Murphy can strike. So uh, let's <laughs> – we're going to be here until uh, 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Everything we've talked about is posted live by Mike G. He's working his fingers to the bone. Posting everything as fast as he can for you guys over at computertalkwithtab.com, which is the name of the show.com, which also works. He's also putting it over to Facebook. And if Zuckerberg deems it worthy and you've liked Tab Computer Systems on Facebook, we're, all bro- we're broadcasting live on Facebook over at WTIC's Facebook page as well. And But if you like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook, Zuckerberg also approves of the news and you're not in Australia, it will get into your, it should get into your news feed. Um, and believe it or not, we're on Twitter. So if you've got oh. time for that, I don't got time for that. But if you've got time for Twitter, <laughs> you want to follow us on Twitter. I mean, I don't know who's got time for that. Uh, it'll get into your Twitter feed. 
Um, and maybe it's easier for you. I have no idea. So all sorts of ways to uh, get the information. Of course, make sure if you like the show, go over to WTIC's page and go to the Odyssey podcast area there. You can subscribe to our podcast and you can actually go check out other shows as well and subscribe to their podcasts so yeah. you never miss anything on 1080. It is kind of the beauty of uh, being able to listen to anything anytime anywhere these days because you can do it through podcasting and uh, so if you can't catch Todd's show because you're drive you're not you know driving during that time you're podcasting can't catch our show on Saturday morning because you're not making a dump run you podcast it right we understand mm-hmm. we understand we're there for you we're gonna be here till <laughs> 11 o'clock we'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.